Before we kick off today, I just want to let you know that we have an exclusive newsletter that shares lots of information, tips and tricks about building your ideal business. If you want to find out more and jump on and subscribe to this, check out the show notes below and subscribe to our newsletter. Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I'm a little bit excited uh, about the subject today. As, as with a lot of things that we do when, we work, when we're working with clients, uh, can have such a massive impact uh, on their business and how they operate and what they do. And this is one of those things. And it seems to be something that if you get it right and you groove it in, you'll have no problems at all finding the right clients for your business. No problems at all. So I'm going to get into it. So the first thing I think to understand, and this subject, uh, I guess, relates closely, more closely to the idea of uh, as part of a marketing process. And I don't know about you, um, I've worked with lots of different agencies, you know, digital marketing agencies and marketing people over the years. What I found was that there wasn't much attention on doing this. It was very, very rudimentary. So this is all about creating your absolute ideal client avatar. That's the process that I want to take you through today is really going through the the process of how do you find and how do you actually how do you define and once you've defined the ideal client avatar, how do you find it? How do you use it to actually go through into the marketplace and find these ideal clients? So I'm going to talk talk about this today and go through a bit of a process. Before I start this, I just want to sort of set a bit of a framework or an understanding around how this works and the reason behind understanding this process. When we do marketing, uh, and I don't know you know, how you've gone about marketing, uh, and it depends on the business you're in and what you're selling, you know, what product or service, but when we do marketing and when we're looking at generating leads or inquiries or people to who may be interested in our product or service, you've got two types of approaches. You've got a shotgun approach where you basically just run ads, you know, you say it's everyone from 18 to 65 to 70, uh, male, female, everyone, and you just go. And you run ads, and that's really much, that's very much a shotgun approach. Um, the, the issue with that is it's not really very targeted. You may end up with a lot of leads. You may, in fact, end up with a lot of leads, possibly even cheap leads, but they're not necessarily the right leads. And and I found in my experience working with different agencies, if they can generate leads, they they they're kicking goals, uh, and that's not actually true, as you, you've probably experienced that yourself. It's not just about generating leads. It's actually generating the right leads who can be qualified and then move through your sales process and your sales funnel. Really important. There's a big distinction. And the place this all starts, it all starts basically with your avatar. It all starts with the avatar. Without an avatar, it's extremely sort of difficult to do this rifle approach to target the right people and understand because you don't know who they are. You simply don't know who they are. And so this process is about really seeking to un- outline and understand your absolute ideal clients. And 
to be clear as well, you're not going to just have one avatar. You know, you might find in the marketplace, you might have three or four avatars and they would actually have different approaches, different communications, different messaging because they're different. The people are different. So there's a couple of things to be aware of as we, as we, as I'm going to walk through this process. But the most important thing to be conscious of is that what you're seeking to do here is really understand who your clients are so that you can use this process uh, for actually uh, understanding how to find them and how to attract them to your business. Okay, so what what are some of the pre... The first thing that I want to talk about a little bit is levels of awareness, levels of awareness. And you'll probably understand that. So this is right at the beginning, before you even start defining your ideal client, your avatar for an ideal client. The first thing, step one is, what is their level of awareness? And this makes a big difference in your approach. Now, if there's, there's, high, there's a lot of levels of awareness, but the spectrum goes from unaware, totally unaware, yeah, that they're not, they're not really in the market, they're not looking for anything, they don't even know they have a problem, to actually being product aware, which is almost like brand aware, product aware, brand aware. And so what you have is you've got people that, and you've got the spectrum along that line. So, you know, it may be unaware, problem aware is the next step up, solution aware, and then product aware. So how does that work? I'll give you a practical example. So ResiCert, we sell franchises. And so we're sort of determining who we're going to target. And we've decided that we will target people that are solution aware. And what does that mean? So let's say we're going out there, you know, we sell a franchise. So it's people who maybe maybe want to get into their own business. So people that are unaware don't really, they're not necessarily looking for a business. They don't know they've really got a problem. They just sort of might be working long hours, don't get to see their family, but they haven't really identified it as a problem. It just is what it is. And so they're unaware. And they're the largest group of people. It's a massive pool of people. Yeah. Uh, so there's a very, very big group of people in that unaware group. Yeah. Then the next one is problem aware. And these are people in the marketplace that go, yeah, I'm not having a great time. I'm not loving uh, my job. I don't get to spend enough time with my family. I really, you know, there's a problem. They've actually got a problem. And so they're aware of the problem. And so they're they're a little bit more aware than obviously the people that are unaware. Then you can move to the next group, which is solution aware. And so these are people who have gone, yep, I've got a problem. Don't have enough time, flexibility. Don't get to see me much. And the solution is for me to go into my own business. I need to start my own business. So they're sort of at that spectrum. And as you move along this spectrum, the number of people, they get harder to find because the number of people in each of these groups, as you move from this uh, unaware to product aware, get smaller and smaller. Yeah, But as you can probably appreciate, you get more targeted. And then the final one is product aware. So it's people who go, I need to get my own business and I'm really looking for a franchise, for example. And then you can even have brand aware, which is the next one where they are even more specific, the type of franchise. So for example, in ours, you, know, you may have people to go, I'm actually looking to buy a building, a property inspection franchise. So they're they're highly aware, they're very specific about what they want. So you can appreciate that across that spectrum, you've got a large group on this, the ones that are totally unaware and a much smaller group in the ones that may be actually very specific. 
I need to buy a building inspection franchise, a smaller group, but the likely conversion rate, harder to find, but the likely conversion rates to be higher, which is what we found to be the case. So first thing to be conscious of is uh, who do you want to target? You know, do you want to, which level of awareness? And keep in mind that if you're targeting people that are unaware, you need a bit more of an education process. It's not just about, hey, come and buy this from us. We can run you through this course and we can have a change because they don't don't even know they've got a problem. So if you are targeting that very large group, it's a bit more of a longer process. It's about educating, getting people to get engaged because go, yeah, that, that, I do have that problem and then move them along a bit of a process. So you just need to understand that the marketing approach and your communications is completely different depending on the level of awareness. Okay, I just wanted to set that. That's really sort of the first first starting point when you're doing this process, levels of awareness. And you can find literature out there about levels of awareness. Now, once you've sort of done that, you pick it. And I would always recommend that the sort of uh, the avatar that you want to look at building up is the one that... Uh, I guess it's called low-hanging fruit. And what does that mean? If you've been running a business for a number of years and you haven't done this process, then a great place to start with this process is to look at your past clients. And actually not just past clients, but your ideal clients. So if you can go, if you've been in business and you've had hundreds of clients or thousands of clients, you know, see how you can collect data about these clients, which will really be insightful and make this process much more real because you're basing it on actual clients that have come into your business and bought products and services from you. You know, if you're starting a new business, you can still go through this process and you'll, you might do the market research around that, which is often what we've done. We might go through the process and go, well, we don't really fully know who this avatar is. So you might put together a survey and go out and undertake market research to collect and put together the information and the data. And so that's probably the two approaches. It's certainly a lot easier. Like when we, uh, I, I hadn't had this process in place from the beginning of when we were selling franchises. It was about six or seven, maybe eight years down the track before we implemented this process. So it was a lot easier for us because you could actually build up a profile, look at all the great franchisees that we've had over the years and go, all right, let's have a look at these guys. What are their age? Da, 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 all that sort of information. So I was able to actually build a very real avatar based on actual experience of, you know, these clients that have come into our business and been successful. So that really enabled us to to do this on a on a not just a bit of a theoretical basis, but actually a practical basis based on clients that we've had. So I hope that really makes sense. And so but if you don't, you just have to have your best go at it and support it and validate it. So the way I would tend to do it is you sort of based on your own knowledge and your you know, what you found out in the market and who you think your ideal avatar is. You go through this process and then you test it by doing some market research, which is surveys. Put surveys out and see if you validate, you know, your assumptions, you know, what the pain points are. So that's sort of a bit of a an approach to use. Have you ever wanted to find out how ideal your business is? We put together a really cool tool that'll enable you to get your ideal business score. It's a fantastic tool. Check it out in the show notes and uh, find out how ideal your business is. Back to the show. What I'd like to sort of clarify, and this is this is something that uh, surprises people a lot of the time, is that the avatar you create you should be able to meet this person. 
You should be able to, you know, if you have and having a client that you meet, you should be able to meet this person. So it's not just oh, a general, someone between these ages. So you should be able to meet this person and actually go, this person's our ideal avatar. And an example of that is sometimes you say, can be a male, can be a man, can be a woman, can be, it can be either, but that's not really going to work because an avatar is actually gender specific. Is it that person or is it this person? Yeah, it's actually specific, you know, to who you would like to target. You know, I know for us uh, in our business, we really, you know, for us franchisees, we found that the ideal franchisees, we have had women franchisees, but ideally it's men that we have. So that avatar is very specific. We have had women franchisees, but it's not really a target group for us, you know, so they, they have been with us. So that's an important thing as well. I just want to share a little bit of a story about how powerful this is if you get it right. Uh, I... You know, we constructed it. And if you do this right, when you build out this avatar, it's it ends up being a 10, 15-page document. It's very detailed. And if you do this right, uh, you'll know that you do it right because you're meeting people who have come in and inquired, depending on your business, if you get to meet them. So in our business where we... Uh, we're selling franchises. I remember I was in Brisbane, you know, meeting with a prospective franchisee. And one of the questions he asked me was, how do you know I'm a good fit for your business? And it was a really good question. I think I thought it was a really great question. And so then I said, well, look, what I'll do is I'm just going to read to you. And I actually pulled up the document, our avatar document, and I just started reading it. And he just, he just didn't know what to say. He just listened. And it was like I was describing his life. It was it was incredibly powerful. And I said, well, that's why I know you're a great fit for our business. And it was not him specifically, but it was the avatar that we'd created. And it was actually his life. And you know you've really hit the nail on the head with this process when that happens. It's incredibly powerful. And that's really where you want to get to. You want to be able to have communications with people who are an absolute perfect fit or as close as possible to your avatar, you know, close as possible to the avatar that you've created. And understanding that when you look at avatars, you can have, uh, you might have, you know, four or five and you say, well, let's create this one first. Let's work out how we're going to target marketing, all that sort of stuff, communications, and then you move on to the next one and then you move on to the next one. So what I would recommend is that you groove this process in for the, uh, the most ideal avatar that you want to target. And then once you've perfected it and you've rolled it through, then you start looking at if there are additional avatars. You may, it may be one, but it's always worth looking at that process. So what are some of the things that you should consider? What are some of the things that you would go through? And and what I'll do is I'll 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 start doing this and then I'll um I'll have a part two to this uh, podcast uh, to talk a, la- a little bit more in detail because there's a lot in it. When you start going through this process and you start unpacking it, there's actually a lot to go through, a lot to consider in this process. But I'm just going to start maybe with a bit of a, what's the, some of the first things to think about? So I've already talked about levels of awareness as being an incredibly important thing. Levels of awareness is a really important thing. So where do you start after that? So the first thing is, ob- is the obvious things is their demographics, of course, you know. So, you know, do you have an age range? That's And, and once again, if you've got 
historical information that can be really useful for you to define that. You know, the age range, their location, their gender, are they married, are they single? You know, all the basic demographic information, right? So that's first. And typically with marketing, that's where it typically stops. Oh, you know, we're looking for men who in their, you know, 50 to 60 and they live in these locations and they like fishing. Uh, That's very, very broad. So that's a real starting point. But then you sort of go to the next level of really trying to understand, which is more about psychographics, psychographics, which is, it's a little bit different when you look up the idea of what a psychographic is. I don't want to give you a word that you might not understand the meaning. So psychographic is a psychological study of consumers and their attitudes, interests, personality. I'm just reading a definition, values, opinions, and lifestyle. So this is next level. This is really about how they think, how they feel, and what some of the emotion is in the, in the way that they behave. Okay, so this, so this is who they are as a person. And so these are things that you would incorporate could be things like, do they live, do they live at home? Do they live with a partner? Are they the wife or the husband? Do they have kids? You know, what books do they read? What magazines? What interests do they have? What have websites do they hang out on? What groups? What do they do on the weekends? What do they love to do? What kind of hobbies do they have? What is their current, current situation? You know, you know, what, what is it about their life at the moment that may require them to need your product or your service? What's what's their situation? What are they facing? What's their current problem? So understanding the answers to these questions will really help you develop a much clearer picture of who this person is. And you have to be able to articulate because the more detailed you do this process, it enables you to frame up your offer and your approach. You can appreciate very, very clearly. So once you sort of think about the person, demographics, psychographics, decide on the level of awareness that you want to target, then you've got the great a great starting point. And then you can sort of, because I think what, you're, what we're really trying to understand is like, what is it? What's the problem? Because we all know that, Every business on this planet is all about solving a problem. Yeah, it's all about solving a problem. And so, what you're trying to do here is identify what is the problem, what is the fear, what is the frustration that your product or service might be able to assist them in or move them towards finding a solution. Yeah, but it's and it might not actually be. And this is an important thing to understand: is because it's an emotive thing. It may not be. It may be a perceived problem. This is a problem that I. I think I have may not be an actual problem, and that can be in all in all uh, reality. It's like it is an actual problem, and there's a bit of a distinction about that. So that's sort of the thing to consider um, when you look at these level of customer awareness. There's five of them. You know, it came from a there's a it was written by a, a copywriter called Eugene Schwartz. Uh, the five levels of awareness. So look at, look him up, Eugene Schwartz, the five levels of awareness when you're talking about awareness levels and you can get some information around um, that particular process and how to define that. So it's a really good place to start. And I'm not going to go through the levels of awareness definitions because you can find information on that uh, on the internet and get more detail on that. Okay, so this is the first part of the process. And I just want to recap. So what you're looking for is your ideal client avatar, absolute ideal. I would suggest you always find 
Target the ones that you that I would consider low-hanging fruit. Uh, if you've been in business, spend some time trying to actually get some of this information about the best clients you've had and you want to attract more of those type of clients. That's a great starting point because you're using real-life experience and data to do this. If you haven't been in business and you're starting a new business, then develop the avatar based on the information that you have or what your understanding of uh, the marketplace and then test it by going out and doing market research through surveys. Yeah. And that's a great place to start. And then you can sort of determine the avatar, build it out and start this process. In the next podcast, I'll go into a bit more detail about the components to incorporate within creating the ideal client avatar. Yeah. So yeah, I'll look forward to, I'll catch up with you in the next podcast. Hopefully this has created a bit of a shaping of uh, the start point for this. Uh, hopefully it's gotten you a little bit excited. It's pretty cool. You know, if you've done marketing and you're always struggling to get ideal clients and not sure how to target them or how to develop it, then you'll find this an amazing process. So thanks for joining me today and uh, I look forward to catching up with you in the next Ideal Business Podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for listening. As you know, we grow organically. Uh, It's really people like yourself that enable us to get the word out. If you like what you hear, please uh, give us a rating, leave a good comment and share this with your friends. Thank you. Thank you.